Reds looking to snap a seven-game skid with the first-place Rockies in town. We pick this one up top five. Game tied at three, but the Rockies have a threat. Two on and two down for Ian Desmond. Gonzalez over at first, and that one looped into right field. It'll fall in a hit. They're going to wave around Reynolds. He will score. The Rockies have come up with a pair of runs against Adelman in the fifth. Sensatella after Walters is walked intentionally to load him up. And a ball hit hard. Up the middle. Base hit Sensatella. One run will score. Second run comes home. He will score. Oh. He's not going to get Devin Mezzarocco out to begin this inning. That is way back to the second deck. Well, I mentioned earlier you don't get them all back in one swing. Well, I've changed my mind. You said to get it all back on one swing, Cowboy. Well, there you have it. And what a play by Arenado. Are you kidding me? My goodness. It does not get any better than that. The four-time Gold Glove winner. The Red Snap, a seven-game skid as they battle back from an 8-3 deficit to post a 12-8 win. Asher Wojciechowski picks up his first career victory, three and two-thirds innings of scoreless relief, yielding just one hit. It was certainly looking like an eighth straight loss for the struggling Reds until they put up nine unanswered runs to wipe out an 8-3 deficit. Here is Cincy skipper Brian Price on a 12-8 win over Colorado. Asher was, he was sensational. He came in um, attacking the strike zone. You know, again, it, it comes back to Throwing it over the plate and letting the opposing hitters let you know what you need to learn to pitch successfully at this level. And he did that. And it was a really nice recipe for success. It was three and two-thirds essential innings, um, you know, especially after we, you know, they, the Rockies were able to drop the big inning on us, a six-run fifth. You know, you're down right there. We scored the one run, eight-four, and then the big inning uh, with Shevler hitting the go-ahead three-run homer. Um, he couldn't have come up bigger and then to go back out throw another scoreless inning and do it again and then take himself to the ninth was beyond impressive in my, in my opinion. I know he didn't like to finish that but how much leeway were you thinking if, if somebody got on then you were going to turn over because I know you didn't want to get any deeper in the bullpen. Yeah you know what I mean every extra out he could get that kept kept us from going to Iglesias. Iglesias was on basically from the from the eighth inning on he would have been in that ball game if we had some some trouble by that time we had extended the lead to four and Asher handled that so well. Um, the thing was, you know, it, it, the, all the lefties are stacked at the bottom of their lineup and the kids pitching on three days rest and I, I figured, you know, a base runner would be good to go get them. And with two outs, I go, you know what, they're all left-handed. All you need now, if I give them a second hitter and that guy gets on is is a base hit and a homer and it's a tie ball game. And, and I just wanted to give uh, Eggie more uh, wiggle room in case he did give up a hit or two before getting the last out. Scoring runs has not been a big problem for you guys, and today you scored a lot, but then you also got some help from a guy that's been scuffling a little bit in Shevler, and then also Mizarocco coming off a couple of days off hitting the home run too. Yeah, we had some we had some really nice offensive contributions, and some of them were, you know, it was it was like after the you know after the homer, um, you know Shevler you know gets us to the pitcher spot. Now now Wojo gets to hit in that situation, probably would hit would have hit anyway, unfortunately didn't have a whole lot of bullpen so um, but th that's a big blow but then you know you come back to the next inning and you get a you get a, a walk and then a base hit by Jeanette and then Billy lays down a bunt and beats it out and then all of a sudden we're tacking on a couple more runs 
and those were, you know, those add-on runs would make the difference to, to how that ball game ends up. Scott Schepler drilled a go-ahead three-run shot in the sixth to give the Reds a 10-8 lead, their first advantage since an early 2-1 lead in the third. Schepler shared his thoughts after the game. That's the beauty of this game is, is one swing can kind of change your day, and that's what it did, and it changed the momentum of the game, and uh, it's just a big moment, and uh, I, was, I was glad to just come through for the team. What does it do for you guys when you have a seven-game losing streak? And obviously, the pitching struggling. You guys are hitting well. Yeah. But to score this many runs, to kind of turn things around in a game like this with so many emotions, what does it do for you guys? Yeah, it's huge. You know, that, that 17-inning game or 18-inning game in, uh, in San Fran, you know, if, you, if we win that, you know, maybe we, we rattle off four more wins. It's just kind of one of those deals. We ended up losing that game and kind of went on a little skid. So um, hopefully we're over that and we'll just get back to winning. Yeah, it's a season of ups and downs. How do you kind of take this game and – Make sure it gets you guys back on the right track again. Yeah, um, I th like you said, offensively, I think we've been we've been really good. Um, we just uh, need to go out and, and keep keep putting up runs, and, and our pitchers will come through. They've come through already for us, and uh, you know we're going to have our downs. They're going to have our their, their downs. So um, just just kind of play through it. The Reds send Bronson Arroyo to the mound on Sunday as he squares off with Kyle Freeland.